This is Kingdom Faith, where we talk about the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. Nice. So today we talk about something that uh, my wife has some struggles with. Uh, Does your wife have struggles with this? Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. Actually, all of the time. Yes, yes. Um, making decisions. Yeah. <laughs> and I think the number one decision for most people would say is, where are you going to go eat? Yeah. Yeah. We, that, probably, we spend longer deciding where we're going to eat than actually eating. Yeah. I spent probably the majority... I've been with Ashley 10 years now, and five of them, a straight five, like 365, mm-hmm. five years of it has been trying to decide where we're going to eat. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. yeah. And, and we still haven't really come to a decision. It's usually me making the decision and yeah. her saying, well, not that. Yeah. Not that. What's the point? Yeah. What's the point? Now, my, my wife t- typically just gives me like a disappointed like sigh. <laughs> I, yeah, I know, I guess, I know that sigh. I guess I'll I, find yeah, something there. I know that sigh. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to talk about making godly decisions. Sure. Every, every believer needs to know how to make a godly decision. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, you're going to end up down the wrong path. Yeah. Yep. Um, because there's lots of paths in life. There's lots of decisions that have to be made in life. And the crazy thing and, and awesome thing at the same time about God is he lets us make these decisions. Mm-hmm. He gives us free will, yep. and, and he tells us we have responsibility over those decisions. Mm-hmm. So depending on where you want to go or how you want to live your life, God says, go ahead and do it. I'm here to help you. I'm, he- I'm here for you to follow me. Yeah. But you have to make that choice. Yeah. You have to make that decision. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and Satan's really good at putting different paths in your way to try to steer you away from making godly decisions in your life. And I think there would be so many instances where I've been at a, a crossroads of my life yeah. where I could either go back into sin or keep following God. Go back into sin or keep following God. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I thank the Lord because if it wasn't for the Lord, I probably would have chose Oh, we, w- we would, and yeah. we do, and we still do sometimes, mm-hmm. um, even though we know what the you know the right decision to make. So it does. It gets easier as you get older, and yeah. you know you, your walk gets better, but um, it's still there. The choice is always, always going to be there. Yeah, absolutely. So Phil, why would you say why would you say making decisions is so difficult? Well, because you know you're. I mean, the Bible says you know your flesh is spirit's willing, but your flesh is weak to make to do these things and you know you have that sin we have that sin nature still mm-hmm. we have that adamic nature that wants us that pulls us towards the sin um that we are comfortable in that we uh, are used to that uh that we're drawn to by our flesh nature and you know when, when we accept christ as lord and savior and we get saved it changes um the temptations are still there but you know it's 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 what god wants versus what man wants and it's been the story since the beginning of the Bible, since the beginning of time. You know, God says this, man in all our glory said, well, we want to do this, and we ruin it. Um, I think really it's just, you know, when it, when it gets down to it, I think the Bible says pride comes before the fall. So when we think we know better, um, mm-hmm. which is oftentimes a lot, even though it's not true, mm-hmm. when we think we know better, it's our pride getting in the way of, uh, what God has designed to be good, and we ruin it because yeah. of a, a stupid decision that yeah. we make oftentimes. So, yeah, you know, especially with the whole the whole pride thing and making decisions, that's typically why we do fall. In mm-hmm. most cases, we think, you know, when we take that step, oh, I got it all figured out. Mm-hmm. You know, 
this way's definitely got to be the right way because I think it is the right way. Um, without consulting God, without yeah. you know consulting other believers, you know anything like that, it, it's such a it's such a weird thing, and it it really you know we mentioned the funny thing about you know making decisions to eat that would probably be the top for right, definitely right. most couples. I I honestly think if I asked, that's what they yeah, would probably. say. Uh, and you know it's funny that we even struggle with making those types of decisions. Mm-hmm. But I think it's all rooted in the same idea is that the fact that we know that making decisions is a life-changing event. So when you make a decision, it typically steers your life in, a, you know, in another direction or, or whatever it might mm-hmm. be for the good or, or, or right. for the bad, depending on how you make that decision. And that's a scary thing. You know, when you're, when you're faced with, um, I don't know, there's so many different things, but whether you should adopt a child. Right. You know, that's a huge life decision. Mm-hmm. That's going to steer your life in a different direction. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and without, if you didn't consult God, you're rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. If you didn't, if you didn't pray to God, if you didn't ask God, um, you're, you're going to roll the dice no matter if it ends up panning out to be a good thing. Sometimes God just says, well, you know, you know, I'll bless it because you did you did go down you know the mm-hmm. path that I wanted you to, but you should have talked to me first. Yeah. Um. You know, there's some of those types of moments, but there are a lot of huge decisions in life that many people make, and then they end up regretting them five years down the road. Yeah. And that's not a place you want to be, obviously, because you you end up living miserable lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and it might seem it might have been fun for a year. Yeah. You know, and and I'll go. I'll use this example as marriage. You see, a lot of people get divorced. Mm-hmm. That's a huge decision it you got to make. And if you didn't consult God, you're rolling the dice. Mm-hmm. So you're married for a year, and it's wonderful and it's great. Um, but then five years down the road, you're like, wow, this person was never the one that God wanted me to to marry. Right. And now what do you do? Because now you have to. Now you have other decisions that the devil's going to creep in. And say, well, you should go down this path or that mm-hmm. path, or, 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 so many different areas, all because you didn't consult God. In yeah, the first I mean, place. you know, you look, and and that's that's just it. You know, I, I go back to the Old Testament when David, when he's going to fight, um, when he's taking his army to battle, he con- he consults God: should we should we fight them? Should mm-hmm. we go now? And he says, Yeah, go now, and I'll deliver them into your hands. But you look at you take just that little that little bit of if David didn't consult God and so what's at stake? Well, not only his life, but the lives of all those men that are going with him, then the financial setback of those families whose husbands died and Mm -hmm. and, and men died. And there it's this domino effect based on one decision that, you know, King David decided to make or not make. And we look at the same thing with us. Okay. If I buy this house, that's too expensive. Okay, now that's a financial decision, but what else does it affect? It's not just doesn't just affect my finances because if if I have to work overtime every weekend, well then now my there's a stress on my marriage, mm-hmm. and the home life is tough. It's stressful because you're arguing about money and and all these things, and it just it just trickles down into everything. So you think, well, what you know? I guess to get back to the beginning. Uh, question so why is it so hard to make a decision well because there's a lot of factors because when you make a decision it's not just making a decision for 
the here and now it's okay long term how does this affect mm -hmm. what i'm doing or short term how does this affect what i'm doing what are all of the facets that could play out in this mm -hmm. and that's what i think why why people have difficulty making those decisions because yeah. they don't know what it potentially they don't they don't weigh the cost of the decision that they're making mm -hmm. And, and I like that you brought that up, that kind of trickle effect, the domino effect of what happens when you make a decision. But you think of it the eyes of a father, mm -hmm. like you're like sort of like what you're mentioning is is you can imagine a father would be very timid or, or scared to make big life decisions right. because not only is, is he affected, but his whole family is mm -hmm. affected and and other families and, and, and so on and so forth. You know, that would cause anybody to stop for a minute. Yeah. But here's the here's the issue is we have a lot of people who are so afraid to make decisions that they just don't make decisions. Yeah, the decision is to not make one. Yeah, and and that's not a place you want to be either mm -hmm. because when you don't make decisions, you don't make anything. You don't do anything. You don't, you don't learn. Go anywhere. You don't yeah, it's it's a lot and that's something that you know, I look at is is 29 years I've been alive and you know, looking back at some of the bigger decisions or some of the smaller decisions and right wrong or indifferent i've learned from them and i've gotten smarter about asking god hey is this something you know seeking not just asking him but mm -hmm. getting in his word and figuring out okay is this really what you want yeah and, and weighing it on the scales of as far as that goes but i don't think that there's a decision that i've made recently that i haven't learned something from or thought well there's a better probably a better way that to do that mm-hmm and and that's so true because you know we even see throughout the bible of god using moments even in moments where they don't make the right decision mm -hmm. to teach whoever was you know making the choice um mm -hmm. and you see a lot of good things in the bible of of, of people making good decisions but you also see people make bad decisions and they ha that has consequences whatever that might be bad or or just a teaching moment or, yeah. or typically something happens um and that's what you see with decisions in general something is always going to happen when you make a decision it's never it's never not going to change something right you know if if it's something as simple as going to eat going you know out to eat Know that where you go does have an effect on your life. Mm -hmm. You know, you decide to go to, um, you know, a, a healthy restaurant or a not healthy restaurant or yeah. so on and so forth. There's lots of examples. But there's a lot of people who make decisions in the Bible. And I thought Tons maybe we should just, you know, talk about a few of them. Which, sure. You know, there's one that I'll just kind of point out um, just with Moses and his father-in-law. So most people know that story. His father-in-law comes in and he's like, okay, you know, you're taking on way too much. All these people, thousands and thousands and thousands of people are coming to you to for you to solve all their problems. Yeah. You need to divide it up. You need to do something or basically, you know, you're going to wear yourself out. Mm -hmm. and you're not going to make it. And Moses agrees. He listens to his father-in-law. He makes that decision to divide up, you know, have godly men um, head over these, you know, many people, all that stuff. Kind of a model we use in the mm -hmm. church a lot. Um, so, so the cool part about that is if he didn't do that, where would Moses have been? Right. If he didn't actually divide it up and he just took on everybody's burdens, would he have made it as long as he did? Mm -hmm. Would he have been so stressed out that he would have been angry with the people faster? I, right. I, I don't know. You know, right. there's so many things that you could question, but that's definitely one. That's a huge decision because yeah. you got to trust other people. Yeah. So you think about it from a church standpoint a little bit. A pastor who delegates or whatever gives ministries to certain people, mm -hmm. hey, you had this up. 
that pastor has to make a decision on whether or not to trust, you know, this person or that. Yeah. Jimmy has to make a decision whether or not to trust us in right. the pulpit. And, and, and I know over time, you know, we can, we earn his trust and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that first time, yeah, you, he's don't, know the, you don't know what's coming he's out. He's got to pray. He's got to ask God, hey, is, is this going to be okay? Am mm-hmm. I going to regret this in the future? Um, you know, that's a decision. And there have been moments in this church where he's done that. You know, and it didn't pan out, and well, I right. shouldn't have let that person yep. preach yep. Um, because either they weren't called or they weren't ready or, or whatever it mm-hmm. might have been. So there's that story. Phil, you got one? Yeah, uh, well, I kind of mentioned it earlier, David, when he's going to battle, um, seeking God, okay, Lord, if, if do you want me to fight these guys now? And he says no, as a matter of fact. There's a bunch of them in, in 2 Samuel and Chronicles and mm-hmm. stuff. But he says no. Go around the bushes and wait for him and then attack. So he tells his, uh, his ranks, okay, this is what we're going to do. And then they conquer him. But how easy would it be to see an army that you know that you can beat even without God? Mm-hmm. Say, we'll, we'll smash him. And to not take it, he says no. And, you know, listens to what God says. And, and I wonder if his generals are like, well, we can, we can beat mm-hmm. him right now. He's like, well, that's not the point. God said not to do not to do it. And, uh, you know, I think another, another thing is making decisions, disappointing people, you know, David, well, gosh, if, if I listen to God, my commanders in my army might be upset with my strategy in doing this when they know, you know, potentially more than I do as, as far as battle rankings mm-hmm. go and, and whatnot. So do I want to upset them or do I want to do what God wants me to do and, you know, see the victory because it's proved out that God, God's going to win. Mm-hmm. So there's that there's that avenue to it um, as well as hurting people's feelings yeah. or you know getting them upset with you for the decision that you're making and David in that example um, he he holds to what God says and and runs with it and and they end up winning yeah and and there's David's a good example because he has lots of moments where he's making decisions obviously because he's a king mm-hmm. um, but even you know before that and and so in other moments you know you, you see decision making at uh, the story of David and Goliath. You see, yeah. um, w- one that stands out to me the most that I'm thinking of right now with with David is when he gets when Saul's chasing after him and he yeah. gets Saul alone basically oh, in, his, his... in his tent, and he has a de- he has a huge decision. He's got the guy who's chasing him who's trying to kill him, mm-hmm. and he has the ability to take him out now, yeah. but he chooses not to. Yeah. And, and and I think God blesses him probably because of that. Yeah, you know, and, he, and he cuts his robe like, hey, I could have done this. Yeah, um, but he didn't. And then a not so good decision is when he sends his commander out because yeah. he wants his wife. Yeah, it's like, well, there's yeah. a decision that he didn't make yeah. or that he did make, but wasn't a good one. Yeah, absolutely. And you, and you definitely see that. Um, and you see like when you mentioned about the armies, you see other examples where. They shouldn't have went to battle, but they did anyway. Right. And God says, don't do this or don't do that. Don't go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do anyways, mm-hmm. and it doesn't pan out. It doesn't work out for them. Um, and, and I know there's other stories. You see you see moments in, in, in let's just say, the story of Ruth. Yeah. You, know, you, got, you got love. You got all that stuff. But you see Ruth, th- what if she didn't decide to follow Naomi? What if she said, I won't go where you go. Right. I won't follow yeah. where you follow. Yeah. All that stuff. Uh what if she didn't do that? Her whole life would be changed. Mm-hmm. She wouldn't be in, you know, the whole genealogy right. of, of Jesus. You know, she wouldn't have had a part in that. But mm-hmm. God had a plan, and, and she made her decision. Yeah. Um, 
you know, you see you see stories in Daniel of Shadrach, yeah. Meshach, and Abednego. That's a huge, huge life decision they had to make. Yeah. We're not going to worship you, King Nebuchadnezzar. And, and they knew that the punishment for them not doing that was death, fiery furnace. Mm-hmm. Um, and they trusted God would save them, but he said, even if we don't, we're still worship God. You know, mm-hmm. so, so they had their minds made up. Yeah. Um, but that's still a decision they have to make. You know, you think for a minute, and I, I, and I don't know because we don't know their minds, but you ever... You, if I, in my fleshly, you know, head, I would, you know, if I was faced with that moment, I would at least have a second thought. Right. You know. Like, shoot. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe hopefully I would come to my senses mm-hmm. and, and, and be like, no, I'm going to go mm-hmm. follow God all the way to, to death. Yeah. Um, and obviously you see that theme in the New Testament mm-hmm. is, is people following Jesus to death. Um, you see it with Paul. You see it with Peter. You see it with John. You see it with all the all the different types of disciples who 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 tell the people we're going to do this no matter what you yeah. say, um, and and most of them die because mm-hmm. of it. Um, that's a decision they had to make. Um, not an easy decision, and you see that in in today yeah. in Christianity mm-hmm. with people all over the world, people in, in countries where it's illegal to to worship mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, and um, they have to make a decision. Yeah, they, I mean, I, I just talked about it, I don't remember when, but um, Ashley and I were listening to the radio and talking about these women in Iraq who were sharing the gospel, and, uh, you know, it's it's illegal in Iraq mm-hmm. to, to preach Christianity and preach Jesus, and um, she knew what was at stake and, you know, got arrested and thrown in prison for preaching. They would send um, fake believers to, their, to these churches, to these house meetings, and they would turn the preachers into the cops saying, Hey, these people are preaching Jesus, you know, and, uh, they get, they get locked up. Um, then you look at our brothers and sisters in Northern Africa where they're just getting slaughtered for making that choice to follow yeah. Christ, getting beheaded, getting burned, getting hung. Um, and they're saying, even if this, even if this happens, we're still going to follow. Yeah. Even if my life is cut short, I'm still going to follow Christ. Even if, they're even if Christians, and it's it's encouraging. You know, you mm-hmm. think about um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Even if we get thrown in this furnace, we're still gonna we're still gonna you know believe what God says. We're still gonna worship Him. We're not bowing down mm-hmm. to a man. We're only bowing down, even if He kills us. Yeah. And and it's great. Yeah, and and those that's the definition of a hard decision. Those are, are life-changing decisions. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, any decision is a life-changing decision or a hard decision. Um, but those are the moments of your life that are defining moments. Um, and we see people um, who make good decisions and we see people who make mm-hmm. bad decisions. But, but really the question to, to kind of wrap a lot of this up is how do we go about making godly decisions? Yeah. If, if that is a, a key point to our Christian life, that there's so many decisions, how are we supposed to make the right decision, make yeah. a, a decision that God would honor, that, that God would, you know, pl- be pleased with? Yeah. The first the first thing I think when we're talking about making a godly decision or um, a decision that God would be pleased with is, have you made the decision mm. to follow Him? Yeah. That's That's got to be number one, because if you're living in the world and, and you're lost and you're asking God to bless something or... Uh, 
you're trying to pray to him or, or all these things, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to make the decision yeah. that, hey, I, I'm I'm following Christ. I'm getting saved. I'm going to start living the life that he's asked me to live. And then it comes the seeking, the knocking, the asking. And, you know, surrounding yourselves with, if you're, if you're a, for instance, if you're a new believer and you're, wondering hey should i go to church should i get involved should i surround myself with like-minded believers the answer is yeah because chances are you're not going to grow on your own i i know so many people who get saved and that's it Mm -hmm. they they don't want to be discipled they don't want to be um mentored they don't want to be anything they think they punch their ticket and they're good and uh it's you know, by, by doing all those things, seeking, asking, knocking, reading, praying, surrounding yourself with uh, like-minded individuals, it, it helps you to make those decisions. It helps you to learn from other people's. I mean, in, in, in Paul's letter to letters to Timothy and to Titus, he's saying, hey, do these things. Mm-hmm. Learn from my mistakes. Do this. You know, conduct yourself in a manner that is pleasing to the Lord. So, you know, Paul being being a mentor to a lot of these a lot of those younger guys it uh it helps out yeah and it helps them to be equipped for better decision making just like when when you and i talk with jimmy it's it's almost like he's been there you know yeah. like when you when you <laughs> when you ask a question about something he's like well maybe think about doing it this way or try this out as if he's had life experiences mm-hmm. in it and how god's pulled him through certain things so um i think that it's extremely important to surround yourself with with um pillars in the church elders deacons people that can help you out and help you grow um in your walk with the lord so yeah and and i would absolutely agree you have to be surrounded by your brothers and sisters in christ you want to make a good decision you can't be secluded right because who are you trusting then you're trusting Mm -hmm. yourself um and and that's again you're rolling the dice yeah my thing is what i typically like to ask myself first is what does God want? So if I'm faced with a big decision, I, I don't ask God where he wants me to eat. Right. I, I'm responsible for that decision. You know, I know what's good for me. I know what's mm-hmm. not good for me. God's given me a mind to understand that stuff. I'm um, not saying you can't ask him for that yeah. and that he's not going to tell you because mm-hmm. he can do that. Um, but I just don't do that. You know, I'm asking God... You know, does he want me to give money here? Does he want me to live in this spot or, or, or have this job or, or help this person and, and, and so on and so forth? Right, right. Those types of questions. And then I ask this question, well, what does God want? Because I might want something. You know, I might want to 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 live in this spot. Mm-hmm. But that might not be what God wants. Mm-hmm. And I have to be okay with what God wants. Yeah. Because if I'm not, I'm going to struggle and struggle and struggle with that decision. But when you're okay with whatever God wants and you kind of relax and and, and kind of go with the flow mm-hmm. being Jesus Christ right. where he wants you to yeah. go, um, it tends to be a le- less stressful. It does. When you know that, that God can actually – that God is actually – there for your best interest mm-hmm. he's not going to put you in a spot where it's not going to be glorifying mm-hmm. to him where where you're not going to be able to share the gospel yeah. or so on and so forth um 
so so that's what I like to ask. I like to ask that question, but but the, really the, the main way I figure that out is through your Sunday school answers, which is pray and read your Bible. Yeah. If you want to know what God wants, yep. You got to read His Word. Yeah. You got to read. You got to you got to get in His Word, and you got to find out well what does God want. Yeah. And what I think is equally as important is just because it worked for Phil yeah. Marlowe doesn't mean it's going to work for phil fisher there's only there's only one of you there's one of me there's one of everybody listening and watching Mm -hmm. just because it worked for somebody else doesn't mean you can take their situation and put it in your life for for one for selfish gain or other um now obviously there's examples in the bible throughout the bible the whole bible of what we can learn from but we can't say that each situation isn't different we Mm -hmm. can't say that each circumstance isn't different you know so something to keep in mind yeah absolutely you know and and that's a huge thing to understand that god has a plan a purpose for Mm -hmm. for every every person um to go here or go there to ultimately you know pursue the gospel to share the gospel to Mm -hmm. to for whatever else and and i I just want to bring this up before i forget because i know i'll probably forget is when you talked about salvation being the first step. Yeah. You know, you, you have to be born again. You have mm-hmm. to be a believer um, for God to really, for God to bless you. Mm-hmm. And that's so true. That's the biggest life decision I ever made. Me too. That's the that's the number one life decision. You can make a lot of wrong decisions in life, <laughs> but if you make that decision, yeah. you'll be okay. Yeah. You know, you might not live a great life, yep. but you'll be okay. Um, and that's a huge thing because I I can imagine, because I've been there, the calling of your life for, for salvation. Mm-hmm. That's a, typically a pretty scary step. It is. Only because you know the consequences or the ramifications, I guess, sure. from sure. doing that, which is I have to leave my old life. Yeah. Um, and in doing that, for some people, nice. Well, yeah, <laughs> you better read that. It could be from yeah. God. <laughs> Anyways, you know, there's so many times where, you know, that salvation comes up and and you're you're left with that decision, and it's a scary decision because you have to leave your old life. Because you're not like for me, I had to leave family members. Mm-hmm. You know, not just you know drugs and alcohol and that party, the party lifestyle. Right. I had. To leave some family members behind um, for a long time mm-hmm. before God, you know, told me to go and, and share what had happened with me. So that's a huge decision you have to make because just from personal experience, you typically can make people upset. Oh, yeah. When you, you make sure that can. decision. And and you make people upset with a lot of decisions, which we... We, we You know, we just did the floor out there. Mm-hmm. But I can imagine somewhere, somebody is upset with that decision that we made. Yeah. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of good comments, so on and so forth. But I can imagine with every decision you make, you, you tend to, to make somebody upset or yeah. or, or, or something like that. And, and you will. But you know what? You know, you, you can't... You can't bend... You can't please everybody and you can't bend to the the naysayers, you know. If we know what we're doing is right, even a decision as small as that floor, what color we're going to stain it or if we're going to put carpet down, are we going to, you know, keep mm-hmm. the the finished wood that that looks great. Um 
there's always going to be people that say, well, why didn't we, why didn't you do this instead? Why didn't you do that? And when I get asked that, I like to remind them that, you know, on little things like this is, oh, well, if you had input, you should have been here helping us work on it. And yeah. maybe we would have, we, maybe we would have uh, considered it, you yeah. know, but, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot and, um, is getting back to what you said as far as losing family and whatever. I don't believe, I don't know, you know, you take the Israelites as they're getting delivered out of Egypt. I don't know, and I think God did it and does it purposefully, is you don't really know what you're getting yourself into when you get saved. You don't really, Mm. you don't know the plan that he has for you. The Israelites thought that they were going to, you know, get out of Egypt and have this lavish life and and they were supposed to, but they screwed it up. But, you know, when, when we get saved, had you told me that I would, there was going to be an, an, an issue with my immediate family. If you told me that, I don't know that I would have made the decision Mm -hmm. to get saved because I was so worried about what they were, you know what I mean? So I think God protects us in that way of mm-hmm, hey he you, you don't know what's coming, and and I and when I tell my te- when I give my testimony, tell my salvation story, I always tell people that I had no idea what the Bible said. I had no all I knew at that mm-hmm. time was I needed a Savior, and that Savior is Jesus Christ, and everything after, whatever happens after, is is what happens. Um, but the decision in, in itself. The best decision that I've ever made, the easiest. You know, looking back, that day, September 9th, 2012, it was a no-brainer for me at that point in my life. And then, you know, things, uh, that decision, and you look at that decision, that decision sparked a fire in me to share the gospel with other people. And I've led a few people to the Lord to date. And you wonder where those people go out and who they're who they're talking to and who they're talking with. Say, hey, let mm. me tell you about this decision I made, and it's this wildfire effect, or it should be, anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then at my at my new job, baptize a guy, um, let him to the Lord, baptize him. Um, so there's a lot that goes into one single decision, but it has to start with your decision to follow Christ, and it it it's it's amazing to see where God's taken me over these past almost 10 years and how one decision changed my eternity changed my life my circumstances everything that that comes out of it um and one last uh, example is when jonah goes to uh goes to nineveh and he says an eight word sermon 40 days and nineveh will be overthrown and the king says guys don't feed the dogs we're repenting we're in sackcloth we're not we're fasting and a whole nation changes because they believed what God said. And mm-hmm. one decision made by the king, the ruler, the leader of that 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 uh, empire, changed an entire people because of one decision. Mm-hmm. We have that same power. We can do that same thing. Not that we can do it, but God can do it through us. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and just to kind of summarize, I guess, what you know we're talking about with, you know, how we should go about making decisions. And I think... The, you know, the main theme is God has to be at the forefront of mm-hmm. it. To make a good decision, a godly yeah. decision, God has to be at the forefront. Yeah. Um, because we serve a God that sees ahead of us. Yeah. Sees behind us. 
sees what a decision we make now can can lead to mm-hmm. in the future. Yeah. We don't have that ability. We can't ever know that. Um, but he does know mm-hmm. that. And, and, and he tends to be so loving and gracious to us to steer us in the right decision the right decision when we let him. Yeah. Um, he's more than willing to steer you in the direction. Um, he's not going to make it for you. He's not going to say, you know, just sit back. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to go. You got to move. You got to go where he goes, mm-hmm. and you gotta you gotta stay when he says to stay. Yeah, um, you know that's how you're gonna make a good decision. And I just want to read a few verses here um, that hopefully will encourage us, but also give us a deeper understanding to what some of the things that we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Because you know, I always hope that some of the things that we say pertain to what the Bible yeah, says. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> um, but but I, I love this passage, and I'll kind of start with it. It's a proverb, um, but it's the idea that we need mentors in our life. And it's Proverbs eleven fourteen, which says, "Where there is no guidance, a people fall; but in the abundance of counselors, there is safety." Mm-hmm. So true. Yeah. You know, this is why it's so important for us to go to church. Why it's so important to to have godly mentors in our life to to help stir us, motivate us, encourage us to make godly decisions, to stay in His Word, to pray, to to do those things. Oh, I, I'm I'm thankful for my brothers and sisters yeah. in Christ because there's many times where I could have made the wrong decision, mm-hmm. but I've had godly people. In my life help me yeah um get back on track and, and that's a huge thing everybody needs but another proverb many people know this is trust in the lord with all your heart do not lean on your own understanding and all your ways to acknowledge him for he will make your way your your path straight mm-hmm. um and that's so true you know because obviously he has more understanding than we do he yeah. has more wisdom knowledge all that stuff it's just best that we just trust the lord yeah. um because when, like we, you talked about, you know, pride, we tend to fall many times when we don't trust the Lord, yeah. when we don't lean on Him, when we don't mm-hmm. fall on Him, when we don't do those, you know, those things we know we ought to do in the Lord, we tend to fall mm-hmm. many times, a lot of times, um, you know, we'll fall flat on our face. So if you don't want to do that every time in your life, you better trust in the right. Lord. Um, and Philippians 4, 6-7 says, Don't be anxious about anything. Obviously, that's what decisions do to us. Um, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. And the peace of God, which sur- surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's so true. You know, And I'll just say to the people who struggle with making decisions, you got to actually experience that verse. You know, reading the verse is great. Memorizing it is yeah. great. But if you're not going to experience it, you'll just live a very sheltered life, yeah. a very secluded life. Don't be anxious about it, but just trust God mm-hmm. with it. Um, you know, pray about it. Pray for others. Yeah. You know, all those types of things. And be thankful for God that he gives us a peace that is so great that we don't even understand it. That he mm-hmm. can, can calm the mind, calm the, the hearts, whatever it might be, um, if we let him. Yeah. Again, yeah. he's not going to force us to do anything. Mm-hmm. We got to let him actually have power in our lives, actually give us that peace, all those types of things. In our memory verse for this week, um, it's so true. It's James 1 5. It says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given. Mm-hmm. Ask God what he wants for your life. Yeah. Ask him to give you his wisdom. Yeah, you want to make a godly decision, you better ask God mm-hmm. about the decision you're trying to make. Yeah, and, and that's so so important when making decisions. And I and I like this episode because it is very relevant. It is um, because you know there there's so many times where I I'm just 
God, I don't know what to do. You know, I don't know if we should do this. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we should do that. And God always comes through. Mm-hmm. I've never had a moment in that in those types of moments where God doesn't lead me somewhere mm-hmm. um, when I let him. Mm-hmm. Now, I can be quick to the gun, you know, um, yeah. and, and and then I'm like, wow, I shouldn't have went this fast. You know, I should have <laughs> slowed down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should have waited for God to answer because yeah. sometimes he doesn't answer us when we want mm-hmm. him to because it isn't about what we want. It's about what God wants. Um, and, and those are the moments that I tend to make the the worst decisions yeah. is when I'm, when I don't wait on God. So I would say to, for my final thought is to wait on God. Yeah. If you're struggling with the decision and you're praying to God and you're doing what you feel like, you know, you need to be doing in the Lord. Um, but he doesn't seem like he's answered you yet. Know that God answers. Yeah. He doesn't just not answer. Mm-hmm. He just not answered you yet. Yeah. Um, so keep praying, keep reading your word. Um, keep asking your brothers and sisters in Christ to encourage you to pray for you, um, if they have any any in any knowledge. But but I say, men are flawed in a lot of ways. Yeah. So wait for the Lord, mm-hmm. um, as well, and and hopefully those those men and those women in your life will just be a testimony. Yeah. Um, to you when 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 God does answer and God comes through. So, mm-hmm. um, that's all I would say. Phil, do you have any final thoughts? With making decisions? Yeah. The decisions that you make to men in the eyes of men might not make sense. But if you know it's what God is, if God is in it and you seek Him and He's saying, go press on, make the decision anyway. Don't worry about pleasing people mm. in decisions. Um, because if it's, if it's truly what God wants, they'll see the benefit of it. And you'll have a story, a testimony, say, this is what God allowed me to do so seek him first and do what he wants before you go to try and please men yeah absolutely so that concludes our episode for this week thank you for for watching and and listening um if you'd like you can subscribe you can like you can share this episode all those fun things um if you'd like to leave a comment uh down below that would be a blessing um just a, a kind of a disclaimer um we were doing the the wednesday in the word the look through the bible series we have are done with that mm-hmm. um, both of our lives are fairly busy right now i um, mean there wasn't a lot of you who were uh, watching them so it didn't really merit a whole lot of uh attention true um we did like doing them they were fun, um, they were fun. so if you have a request for an episode a special episode maybe an episode that uh, we wouldn't normally do Um, You can comment down below on this video, or you can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. And as always, thank you for listening to Kingdom Faith. See you guys in a couple weeks.